Hello. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Heim Time. This is Emma Heim. I'm Travis. What's up? <laughs> Not much. Welcome to another wonderful episode of Heim Time Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Trace Agave Tequila. Tequila. Delicious Trace Agave Tequila. It's 100% organic tequila. Did yeah, you know that? I did. Did you guys know that? What else do you know about it? I know that there's three types right. of tequila. Blanco, Añejo, and Reposado. Boom. They um, also have mixers that Delicious. go along with these, so you can do all-in-one mm -hmm. purchase when you're at the old shop. Yeah. Tequila also shop. Also great uh, just with uh, on the rocks. Yeah, a little with salt, a little, little lime. Oh, yeah. Delicious. So uh, shout-out Trace Agaves. Thanks um, for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, a lot of stuff to talk about today. A lot yeah. going down. Um, shout-out to the Patreon uh, supporters. We are up to... 36 what? Patreon members. Crazy. Wow. Uh, if you don't know what that is, you can support this podcast directly. Five bucks a month. Pretty cheap, to be honest. Um, we release all the videos and stuff on there early. We do some other cool, fun stuff. You can ask questions. If you want to ask a question and you're not a Patreon member, we're not going to listen. So go to Patreon and shoot us your questions, topics, and we will talk about them. So... Uh, a couple, a big one, Ben and Amanda Bacher from Ooh. Wasilla, Alaska. Alaska. Which is a real place. And they uh, have a food truck, barbecue food they truck do. there, Expedition Barbecue. Um, so shout out to them uh, supporting the podcast. We appreciate it. Very nice people. We'll probably talk about meeting them in I mean, the we did talk about it, I think. Did we? Already? A little bit. We mentioned oh. it last time, I think. I don't know what and then, it is. And then she was like, I'm going to sponsor you guys on the podcast on Patreon. Nice. And I was like, you're awesome. And then uh, our other big one, and I don't know if I even told you this, one Robert Floyd. Oh, wow. Robert Big Cat. A.K.A. Big Cat? Floyd. Uh, the... The OG. The OG. Coming to the food truck. Awesome guy. Love him. Dude. And Orla, right? Yeah. Uh, Many great times were spent food truck days with, with him. A couple of beers drank. Um, but Big Cat, uh, if you're familiar with the Big Cat sandwich, uh, that was from the, the brainchild of one Robert Big Cat Floyd. So we kind of uh, made that an homage to uh, Big Cat. He's a great guy. So he supports this pod, so we really appreciate it. So... Um, shout out everybody, patreon.com slash Heimtime Podcast, YouTube, Apple, whatever, Spotify, Spotify blah, blah, blah. Uh, hope you like this. We've uh, got a lot of good feedback lately, so we're just yeah. going to keep uh, on our bullshit. So um, <laughs> enjoy. Uh, anything else? That's it. Let's do it. Hit it, Paul. Welcome back to another episode of Heim Time Podcast, sponsored by Trace Agave's Tequila. Drink responsibly. Or don't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have a good time with it. <laughs> a lot going on this week. We have some uh, 
We didn't even write down Yellowstone either. I guess we shouldn't spoil. We don't want to spoil. Man, Yellowstone, Secession. Secession. Um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, you just got into that. Oh, my gosh. A lot to talk about. Speaks to my soul. Of, so um, funny. We had um, a little fun day trip yesterday, which was great. So hopefully, uh, hopefully some good stuff for the pond today. <laughs> but one of the... I guess it's taken over the tweets, the Twitter, the and tweeter. a bunch of other stuff. Uh, one Taylor Swift uh, has been in the news, and yeah. you wanted to make— I just got some conspiracy theories about it. Okay. You know, we can just hash them out because I just got some questions, and I think probably a lot of people do or not because they're sucked in, but— there's some so, stuff we should hash out. Uh, also, female artists in general have been blowing up this week. Adele's thing, Adele, right? Adele, she did her Oprah, and mm. like on, and then she did a um, a concert at, in front of the Griffith Observatory, 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 Observatory <laughs> in LA, which is like we used to hike there when yeah, I was a kid, which awesome. is really freaking cool, and then like awesome, and uh, what uh, what else then? Britney, we can get oh, to that. Britney, yeah, yeah. Officially, officially, officially free. So completely free, I guess. Yeah, like, sh like, yeah. Which, so we can uh, talk about that you know, later. I, but yeah, um, and then this T Swift deal. So are you just to get, just to put it out there? Are you a Swifty? No. And how and how does one define a Swifty? I think it's like an obsession. Okay. Yeah, look it up. A Taylor Swift, Swifty, Swifty meaning. Okay, talk while I'm doing this. <laughs> I think it is like an obsession. Like, she has a cult following, you could say, which we've talked about cults a couple times on here. What are Taylor Swift fans called? To be such an influencing icon, she must have a pretty dedicated... Okay. And then it just goes... All right. Let me try again. <laughs> then it just goes away. <clears throat> she must have a pretty dedicated fandom, which she definitely does. Taylor's fans call themselves Swifties, and their being a social group is the subject of the... Okay, this is worthless, but anyway, they call themselves Swifties. I guess if you're it's, like a diehard Yeah, it's like fan. you're just a diehard, you're you know. You're in the fan club. You're, yeah, you're it's like if of, you're a Grateful Dead, you're a deadhead. Like right. it's a Swifty, it's a thing, it's a community or whatever, I guess. But so, no, I'm not. Are you a Swifty? Isn't it a, belie a believer? Believer? Believer. Is this a thing says just uh, a <laughs> Billie Eilish uh, uh, referred to themselves as pirates. Inspired by Eilish's middle name? What the hell does that I mean? I don't like that girl either. Okay. And then Lady Gaga's, I think, Little Monsters, she calls them or okay. something, which I do like. I think that's cool. All right. Not to interrupt, but, like, what do we call our podcast followers? Ooh, I don't know. We need a name. We need something to identify ourselves. If they're out in public, they could be like, oh, hey, I'm a, you know, meat, meathead or meat. Heim timer. Heim, Hyman, I'm a Heimer. Hyman. <laughs> Damn it, that's one. That's probably what it's going to be. So anyway, this week, or it's been going on. It's been going on. She she has... You're the reporter. I, I just vaguely know what's happening, I think. So musicians in general have, 
like they have to be with a what's it called a recording recording label, label. label yeah so taylor swift obviously is with a recording label this is years ago 10 years ago she releases the album red under scooter mcgron braun i don't know why i why keep, do you keep saying, saying that because yeah. i want to say like the guy from um billy madison or not billy Mad. what's it called happy gilmore happy gilmore <laughs> shooter McGavin. This is just so off the rails right now. All right, let's zone back in. <laughs> Ten years ago, she releases it under Scooter Braun and um, doesn't have ownership to her masters. So she has, she releases six, actually, albums, doesn't have any ownership of them. So what she decided in 2020, November of 2020, she could start reproducing her songs because she's with a new label. I forget which one, but she's with the new one. And they said, sure, go ahead and start releasing them. So she has ownership to all of these new songs if she redoes them. So she's doing the Taylor version, which is in parentheses on all of these new songs of like these are her. She owns them now. Right. So this week she's releasing Red, which I guess was her second album as a pop star and and a 10 minute video that she did of All Too Well, which is one of her, yes, which we watched last night so that we could, like, say we watched it. That you made me watch, yeah. It's pretty bad. But um, anyway, all these Swifties are losing it, and they're just like, this is nuts, this is awesome. She's creating this movement in the music industry where she's, like, now owning it, taking all of this, you know, her songs are her songs, this is so sick, you know, women empowerment, blah, blah, blah. This will create... Other opportunities for, for people to do the same. Yeah, for artists in the right. community or whatever. And it's just like, or she's just making money off of you guys again. <laughs> Doesn't even have to write anything new, just like does it again. Anyway, what are your thoughts on that? Just like releasing well, it, going on a tour, like... I, uh, I should be clear that I'm pretty anti-Taylor Swift, and I think I have been for a long time. Um, she just annoys me, but Taylor Swift. I think she Swift, does that to a lot of people. Yeah, Taylor Swift is like licorice, right? Like you either like it or you just fucking hate yeah. it, and it's like disgusting. And it's to disgusting. me, <laughs> uh, to me, I'm just I'm you know that's not like in my wheelhouse, which I guess is funny because like she's around our age. She really but, is. Um, I think she's like literally our age, your age. <laughs> but like even like we were talking about that. So when she first released this album was 10 years ago yeah, when 10. she was 21. And like the things that she was like complaining about, it was like this is like middle school shit, right? Like when I was 21, I had real life problems and things I was yeah. working through. So I don't know. I guess I've never been a fan. So I feel like I should preface that. And the thing with this, which I know you probably agree with most of it, like, so then I looked this up because this is another thing that gets thrown around. Um, Taylor Swift's dad bought a 3% stake in her first record label for an estimated 120 grand. So a lot of people say the reason she even got signed was because of that. Because he bought into the because she like machine. couldn't she couldn't make it and then he was just like I'll just buy into this. I don't know if she couldn't make it. She was like twelve years old, so it's just yeah. like what rich people do is they just like establish a way help their children. Mm -hmm. You know whatever that is lawnmower parents where they like 
you oh, know, create a path. Yeah, oh, I think that's... that's what that's called. Helicopter parenting is just like following Over. and helping along the way. Or obsessing, I think, is helicopter. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, as someone who, you know, created our own business and everything, I hate the people that are like, oh, my dad bought me a restaurant or this or that. And <laughs> the same with her. I just, um, so that annoys me. So to be clear, but the thing that I think is funny about this, and I don't know if I can say this cause I'm a white man, but this whole thing is veiled in the idea of women empowerment that I don't, you know, the, the man owns my stuff and they sold it. And I don't, you know, like no one in the record industry, in the music industry owns their masters. Like that's yeah. kind of, unless you like self record and produce or whatever, I think, but that's really expensive and like hard to do. Mm -hmm. And you're either like, I know like Quaker city does cause the, um, the yeah. song that we play at the start, like Sam was like, yeah, we own it so you can play Grady it. does too, right? Yeah. So it's like stuff like that where like, you know, you can do it. But then if you get signed to a big label, then it's like, okay, they're going to help with the yeah, distribution. Like they're going to, yeah, yeah, they're going to help with getting your name out there, blah, blah, blah. Um, they're going to pay you a lot of money, but then they don't own it. So I, I get it. And I know like, like we were talking with Paul Kanye, you know, was pushing about getting his masters back and a bunch of other people have done the same. But the idea that like, this is like an empowerment thing. And it's like, this is going to pave the way for other people in the industry. It's not, it's just absolute bullshit because <laughs> what it is, is, is what someone who is worth $500 million is like, you know what? I'd love to be a billionaire. So let me just redo all this stuff. I can spin it to my fans as like, oh, they've really supported me and they and love I'm me. Giving and it to the man. This is uh this is all for them. And it's like, yeah, or you're just making more money. And like, that's the thing where it's like, I just, well, like last night I was like, is she donating this? No. Like what? And then you were like, no dude, she's just yeah. keeping it. And I was like, what? She's yeah. so, and then I got on Forbes and like right. looked to see how much she's actually she's, worth. She's and she's worth $550 million. Jeez. That's estimated by Forbes. And so it's like, Which so now you're just for shoot, shooting for the even billion. Good for her. Anyway, also, so like, I guess this all too well 10 minute video that came out that she wrote and directed and all this stuff is actually her at 21, 22 dating Jake Gyllenhaal. This is a big part of this the is whole a big thing, deal right? Because right people now. are like, Jake Gyllenhaal is a what piece an of garbage. <laughs> but like 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, and then now he's just thrown into the news again. And, it, and then like, you know. You know, watching this 10 minute thing, you're like, oh, is he going to beat her? Like, is there going to be some real life stuff yeah. going on? It's like, no, they just like have a relationship and then like they break up. He's just like kind of mean, I guess, in the video. Or... But like at the end of a relationship, which like I haven't been broken up with in quite a while. <laughs> but like it's like that's kind of how some relationships end. It's like, yeah, it's over. And then you like realize like we're fighting a lot. Like, we're 21 or whatever. Like, who cares? Let's break up. Like, he wasn't 21, but... And then it's just like, oh, ah! Like, <laughs> this is the worst thing. And then she, like, writes this whole song about it. And so this is another thing, like, 
I don't know who she's dating right now. I tried to look it up, but it's like, would who wants to date that? You're just going to be written about and then maybe brought up again 10 years later. Like, it just seems like it's crazy, crazy. There was like a tweet about like, like guy dating Taylor Swift, like, Haha, ha, that's really funny. Hey, what are you doing writing in that book? Or <laughs> what are you writing in that <laughs> Why book? Why you got a moleskin it's over like, there writing? <laughs> a freaking just writing down everything that went wrong. So uh, I have a theory about this. Conspiracy. Hold on, can I just say this real quick? Right. So apparently the song, one of the songs is about a scarf, some sort of Yeah, the opening scarf. line or whatever evolved to all too well is about a scarf that I wore that you saw have in your drawer. So, yeah, uh, incredible um, artistry. The... Um, <laughs> This is a title of an article. Jake Gyllenhaal should return Taylor Swift's scarf. Dion Warwick says, I will pay the cost of postage. And then the subtitle, it's unclear who has possession of the scarf, which fans have long associated with Gyllenhaal and Swift's relationship. This is on Fox News for some reason. Fox News, dude. Breaking. There's a scarf. If that young man has Taylor's scarf, he should return it. Warwick, who is 80, tweeted on Monday. <laughs> why do people care about I don't know. This? That's, I guess that's like my concern is like, why? She followed it up with, it does not belong to you. Box it up and I will pay the cost of postage, Jake. That's what she wrote? It's a scarf. He this doesn't is have what, it. Uh, he doesn't have it anymore. He's a however rich. He doesn't have that scarf. Do you think it's seriously still in his drawer? He hasn't moved on in 10 years. Uh, for years, fans have believed the song itself to be about Gyllenhaal, who's 40, and the 2012 song Swift sings, I left my scarf there at your sister's house, and you've still got it in your drawer even now. Swifties have theorized the sister reference is about Gyllenhaal's sister, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Her name has been brought up so much. She addressed it in 2017. I never understood why everybody asked me about this scarf. What is this? She said (laughs) during a Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. I am in the dark about the scarf. It's totally possible I have it. I don't know. I I have been asked this before. So the sister has the scarf or Jake? According to her, maybe. I mean, the fact that this is even a thing is like crazy. So do you want to hear my theory or what? Sure. All right. So, we know about method acting. Right. Like, um, I believe, believe, like, Phoenix, what's Joaquin Phoenix, huge on that. Um, I think Heath Ledger, huge on that. You know, these, like, really great. Daniel Day-Lewis is famous. Daniel Day-Lewis. As Lincoln, he, like, made people carry him around and stuff. Exactly. super annoying. So, it's like, this is, like, a huge part of acting, how you get into... The zone, you're going to, like, really feel it, become the person that you're trying to be. I'm trying to be Abe Lincoln. I'm trying to be the Joker or whatever. I think Taylor Swift does that with her relationships. Like, she knows that she's going to be her best if she is, like— As an artist. As an artist. Like, I'm going to write the best stuff. I'm going to make the most money. I'm going to be the best version I am to write this stuff if I become— like and if I go into this relationship so it's like are you actually in these relationships to make a bond to create memories to possibly like have children to fall in love or are you in these relationships because you know at the end of the day I'm going to create some fire stuff that these 12 year old girls are going to listen to and buy and I'm going to make money Mm -hmm. what do you think 
I thought about that last night. She's putting herself in these situations so that she can write this stuff. It's entirely possible, I think. Um, you know, there's like a, well, a lot of things like there's like in sports and stuff like football like guys like get angry or whatever like think yeah. of like it's like know, water boy like, yeah exactly yeah like pump them up so that they like you know play better and then like comedians i've heard a lot of times will like go to you know six flags or whatever that's a stupid example but we'll do something you know like bill burr's like a helicopter pilot and i guess one of the reasons he learned that was just so he had like other jokes to talk about and like you know could bring it up experiences i i think that's possible i um or she's just like a terrible girlfriend could also be the other side of it because there's like you know people like this where it's like I it's think never it started your fault. like that like yeah. she was like maybe I should just method act my way into being a terrible girlfriend. <laughs> well, I, I don't think know. Too, like the it's it's obvious that like her fan like what her fans love is this type of stuff. Exactly, right? and I have friends. I won't mention their names. Right. Long time friends, you know, not super close now, but like obsessed. Be careful, because I piss people off on this podcast. No, just sure. like obsessed, <laughs> and I I think it's like. I know a lot of people that are like really into. Yeah, her, yeah. and it's interesting to me, you know. This so. says uh, John Mayer responded to death threats from a Taylor Swift fan, uh, and then this I I mean this doesn't surprise me, but John Mayer. Uh, if you weren't aware, John and Taylor were romantically linked for a few months back in December 2009. At the time, Taylor was 19, while John was 32. Is that weird? Yeah. So why is she dating all these like weird guys and then like, oh, dude, they're my weird. Point exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, not a big fan. No, but... I mean, overall, we're just reporting the news and then a little bit of opinion. But but then it's like, <laughs> I'm saying. like I haven't heard this, but uh, it says fans had reason to believe Taylor's track was about her ex not just because of the title, but because of the lyrics she sings. And the chorus is, Dear John, <laughs> I see it all now that you're gone. Yeah. John Mayer. Of course you would think that. So it's like... Yeah, like, duh. So I'm on your side now. Dude, I am. She's doing this shit on she purpose. She does it on purpose to, to make money. And then people She's are a like, business person oh at the God, end of the she's day. She's talking about John Mayer. She's talking about... You know, Jake like, or whatever. And then also, you know, like... Interesting. It's not just, like, some hobo on the street she's talking about. These are people that, like, people probably dream of being with, you know? So then they're, like, putting themselves in Taylor's shoes. And then, like, I mean, I want to say... And I'm not, I'm not I want to say it's true. Like, people hated John Mayer after this. People hated Jake Gyllenhaal, and now it's happening again. Right. Like, that's messed up. But she's, like, the, like it's not just some John Doe. It's, like someone that everyone also listens to on Spotify or oh, whatever, or watches movies. I got a follow-up. So it says, a couple years after this song's release, John addressed uh, on an interview with Rolling Stone. It made me feel terrible. He said, it was a really lousy thing to do. I never got an email. I never got a phone call. I was really caught off guard. I will say as a songwriter that I think it's kind of cheap songwriting. Mm -hmm. John Mayer's words, not mine. 
I know she's the biggest thing in the world and I'm not trying to sink anybody's ship, but I think it's abusing your talent to rub your hands together and go, wait till he gets a load of this. Dude, that's, that's what bullshit. I'm saying. Wow, John Mayer. Interesting. He's which shady too. John some, Mayer, as much as I like him, is a weirdo and has yeah, for like, sure. I, think, I read the Jessica uh, Simpson book. Oh, that's on this right. Yeah, yeah, because he did shady thing. shit to her too. Derogatory comments about her. Yeah. Okay. We've, we've we've anyway. This is enough. That's Taylor reported. Swift, right. But reported. So if you're not up to date, I mean that's pretty much it. Right? Don't look it up. Just don't give her no more numbers. But. <laughs> Well, five five hundred million. Five now. And 50, then, 550 million. Oh shit! Sorry, I left that off. The That's a extra lot. fifty. Uh, and then now, you know, if this all works out, I'm sure she's gonna she's in, skyrocket. She's gonna be like fighting with the uh, Kylie for number one spot. Crazy. Um, we had a great day yesterday. Yeah. Not to completely change topics, but had a, a little meeting, and then we did. Um, family time at the zoo, the floor yeah. zoo. How awesome was that? It was fun. I loved we, it. I was all like, okay, I got this email about there's a new elephant in town. Yeah. And four zoos rated number one. Yeah. In the world, in I the think. World. Um, Best zoo which, ever. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and so anyway, I get these emails. We're not a member, but I'm going to, I think I'm going to do that for Christmas as you know, Izzy's totally not going to care, but <laughs> get her a well, membership. She likes it. Um, and there's a new uh, there's a new elephant. His name's Baby Brazos. Brazos, like the Brazos River, right? And we went. We're like, we got to go see this little guy. So we went, and we also got to see the mom, the grandma, and the dad. The dad's name's Romeo. Yeah, and then what the other. Big male elephant is Samson. Samson was the, which the is a great she's, name. So the mom, I forget the mom's name. She has an eight-year-old with Samson. Yeah, I forgot too. And then a newborn with Romeo. Scandalous. Because mm -hmm, I asked, I was like, yeah. "So is the second baby with the same dad?" And the zookeeper was like, "Nope." And I was like, "What?" Scandalous. So the mom's twenty-two, Romeo's twenty-nine. And then the the mom of the mom, so grandma is there. She's forty nine years old. Forty nine. I didn't know. I guess I don't know a whole lot about elephants. It takes twenty two months for gestational period. We think nine months is bad, which it is bad. But twenty. Could you imagine twenty two months being pregnant? No one would have babies, right? I mean, no. nine months is already kind of a a difficult deal. And then I think too, if guys had to have you guys couldn't babies, it would not. Yeah, there's no way it would be terrible. You guys are babies in general. So Twenty two no months. But if you think about it, they're born at like hundreds of pounds, or I mean, yeah, they're I think massive. it said it was already like two hundred. I think it was like two hundred fifty pounds at birth or something. Yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, yeah, so we took Izzy to the zoo. Elephant Springs, yeah. And we did lunch and stuff. It was fun. Saw it was a, a beautiful day. This is like the best time for weather in Fort Worth. Like it's just like a little chilly in the morning and then just like 75 and sunny. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, so. one week a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, she saw the rhino and was like, what? Looking at the she's rhino. She's really interested in the rhino, yeah. I guess there wasn't really much else. We saw a couple of hippos. The giraffes, the giraffes are awesome. Yeah, she liked the giraffes. Giraffes are freaking cool, man. And what do you feel about zoos? You know, uh, not a huge fan, but that's also of, like, the captivity and sadness. because of, yeah, that's just <laughs> from my. So, 
I don't know if I've talked about this, but I spent some time in Africa mm -hmm. after I graduated high school. And so we, uh, at one point, were able to go on a safari and so we cool. stayed in a um, Maasai village, met the people there, and then did a safari. And so we saw that was awesome. And it was like, we, we were in Kenya, but then we drove, it was like on the border of Kenya and uh, somewhere else, I forget where, but anyway, it was awesome. But we saw like um, a cheetah, saw um, a leopard, I think. Didn't see a rhino, but we saw hippos. And then when we were leaving, we saw elephants. And they were like three times as big as the ones, the at, ones the at the zoo. zoo. Yeah, like the male elephants when they're like... 40 or whatever they're just insane and the guy said like you have to stay away from them because if they have babies the they'll charge at you oh, and they'll yeah. like flip the car like oh. they can just flip the range rover I or whatever it. that's how i feel when people look at izzy dude i know right <laughs> like back up like, too close dude yeah. too close <laughs> we know she's cute all like, right i'm about to like, throw bows yeah, we get it yeah. <laughs> yeah i almost did that this weekend i know um so anyway i zoos i think are awesome because of like the um you get to see the animals and stuff and that's cool. It's like a learning thing, but I don't know that that could be my, I weird... guess experiencing like a safari. That's like not very many people get to do. That would be like, uh, yeah, but it's like, uh, seeing them in captivity. Well, it's like hunting though. Like, you know, like the, the people that like shoot elephants and stuff and like yeah. that type of hunting. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's not great, but a lot of it is done because of conservation, because mm -hmm. of like, you know, they need to whatever, there's a bunch of blah, 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 not to get into this soapbox, but I think, uh, the zoo's awesome and it's yeah. cool really seeing all that stuff. But, um, yeah, it is cool. Like seeing them in their natural habitat, but a lot of that stuff is like on the verge of extinction. I want to do a safari, take Izzy. It'd be awesome. Um, that was an insane experience in my life that I think, um, you know, changed my worldview and perspective quite a bit. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. But um, love the zoo. And the irony is like the zoo is like exists because of like oil money because <laughs> it's mm -hmm. just all the like rich Fort Worth uh, oil barons that donated. So it's like, you know, I don't know. It's just funny to me. And then so that guy had a party. There's some guy, rich guy yeah. had a party at the zoo his birthday party where he had it's like last like saturday night this past saturday ryan bingham was it apparently opened awesome. chain smokers eddie vetter and from eddie pearl vetter jam which is like crazy at the zoo at the zoo you yeah. have a party at the zoo so that's zoo awesome throws some good parties dude uh what's the bistro bistro is the bistro's 21 and up yeah. it's like starts at like i think vip's like four yeah 4 p.m. Um, it's like 50, 60 restaurants from DFW. There's bars every like 20 steps, yeah. which you never get to drink at the zoo on a regular day. You're not supposed to, yeah. Yeah, you're not supposed to. And uh, 
anyway, but it's just like so fun. And then at the end, there's like a live band and it's like a super fun dance party. And anyway, that's where that party was. That birthday party was where the bands are at. Zoo Ball's the big fundraiser. They had Jimmy Buffett play this year. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah. We need to do that next year. I think it's like 10 grand for a table, though. (laughs) Awesome. But Um, hey, goes to Baby Brazos. I love Baby Brazos. one thing too like on our way leaving we had some delicious chicken strips they were pretty mm-hmm. good and then stopped at the Dippin' dots shack yeah. and i order envy i associate Dippin' dots with the zoo that was like the first time oh. that i saw Dippin' dots and was like whoa why are those just readily available this? all over well that's what i was gonna ask i thought like if you told me as a kid could i invest money in any one thing I would be like, Dippin' Dots are going to be on every corner by 2020. We'll have flying cars. People will eat Dippin' Dots and on the reg. Space Jam will just be how basketball is. Right. <laughs> and it's not. I and know. I wonder why. Because it's got to be something with like production. And then also, I think it might be expensive to manufacture that type of ice cream. Like it's like a craft barbecue place that's going to be more expensive than just like a regular like barbecue place. And that's like to me, it's like a craft ice cream. Well, I know the like the process or whatever is they use that like liquid nitrogen, you know, mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. But what and I looked this up uh, later. Man, I know a lot of research done on this podcast, but you technically you're supposed to store them at like a cold, colder than normal grocery store freezer. There you go. No one's gonna. Do you want to change your stuff out to just have Dippin' Dots? And I remember, like, All I remember freezers? at one point they had like a smaller freezer next to the big aisle of freezers they and they had dipping dots in there and that was the reason why that would melt on your way homes it melts really quick i don't know we we uh we had some delicious dipping dots mine wasn't that good i went with the rainbow sherbet and then you got banana split banana always get split banana split good. but people freaking love dipping dots because like that lady we were walking yeah. by she's like where did you get those <laughs> dipping dots i was like right there ma'am right there ma'am yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, yeah it was a fun day i'm glad you got to go that was your first time with izzy I've, i know i've gone a, three or four times with her i um uh, oh we just got another question from shook so we'll have to do that oh nice um yeah, I, I had a great time. I love the zoo. I love all the Texas stuff. And I don't know. It's just cool. It was a good time. The giraffes were awesome. We'll have to go more often. I'll get that membership. And you get like 10% off food and all that kind of stuff. You can get like souvenirs and whatnot, 10% off. I'm going to talk to them about sponsoring us now. Let's do it. I um uh, <laughs> We should do a snack recap. I mean, one got a lot of feedback on the snack talk, and I feel pretty confident about everything I said. One thing I did want to address, you and I did, in fact, try a 100 grand last night. Wesley recommended this as a candy. What are your thoughts? Trash. I didn't like it. It's like Dude, a it's, mix. I, I had to of, chew on that for for at least five minutes to get it out of my mouth. And it was stuck in my teeth. 
I'm not a big caramel guy. There's too much caramel. Twix that has the right amount caramel. of caramel. Also, it said milk. It said uh, milk chocolate. Mm, that was on. A, it was medium chocolate. You're not a fan of dark chocolate. No, and so it said milk, even, and I was yeah. like, this is like a little bitter to me. <laughs> So, you know, no. It was like a mix of a crunch bar with like a Rolo. Ooh, right? Rolos. Rolos yeah. are pretty good. And then chocolate. Jesse would always get Which Rolos. Which doesn't sound like if you're just like talking about it, it sounds delicious. And then you try it and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, I don't know. In my opinion. Wasn't a fan. The least on the totem pole. I think I still had Payday's number one. Um we had, we still have all that other crap, like the licorice and the sour patch and the, you know, blah blah blah. We should have put that like, out. Is red Twizzler considered licorice, or is licorice licorice? I don't know. You to always me, say licorice, and licorice to me is like black licorice, but right. or maybe that's just a type of licorice. I I'm under the impression that Twizzlers is red licorice, but then okay. there's also black licorice. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Trace Agave's Tequila, 100% USDA certified organic tequila. Delicious tequila, some of our favorite. They got the Añejo, they got the Blanco, they got the Reposado tequila made in tequila, slow roasted for approximately 20 hours, almost like a delicious brisket, you yeah. may say. Um, Trace Agave's awesome stuff. Thanks for sponsoring. Time Podcast. You might want to check out their organic margarita mix. They also have a strawberry margarita mix. No high fructose corn syrup if you're trying to watch the Ooh. weight like myself. Maybe just a little ranch water, <laughs> uh, just some tequila over ice. Delicious stuff. Uh, like Emma said, 100% certified organic. Awesome tequila. Thank you, Trace Agaves. Uh, drink some responsibly. And black okay. licor licorice is like the worst thing on earth. Yeah, for sure. Twizzlers are not terrible. I'll eat a Twizzler. Twizzlers are good. I mean, if somebody, I'm not going to pay for a Twizzler, but if someone's like, hey, I got this for free if you want it, <laughs> then I may do it. But to the other thing, <laughs> we put out the candy, right, for the kids once Izzy went down because we weren't answering the door anymore. What was left? Milky, Milky Way, Ways. 100 grands. Yeah. So even the children are like trash. Okay. I just felt like we should address I'm just that. like, yeah, everyone needs to know it's trash. And I personally love a Almond Joy, but you're anti-coconut. You have a strong anti-coconut. It's a bugaboo, man. <sighs> Interesting. Eggs and coconut. Kick rocks. Together? <laughs> no, like at separate times. <laughs> Gross. Um <laughs> Another thing that I think is has been on my mind lately, because we'll go for a walk with Izzy around the neighborhood and stuff, uh -huh. and we went by a house, and you were like, there's a guy like power washing the house and stuff, and you were like, did you see that house? That was a hoarder house. Yeah, it was. So you have a degree in psychology. Mm -hmm. You're very smart. <laughs> you love... A lot of shows that I hate, one being Intervention, because I, I feel like... I mean, I, I really enjoy stuff like that. Like, they're recorded. That. Like, I'll, yeah, I'll change the channel, recorded. I'm like, why is this recorded? Recording, I'll, I mean, I've been guilty to, like, put it on on Netflix. Uh, so, it's mesmerizing. It's ridiculous. So, <laughs> to me, I'm just, I just get mad, but I think that's where, like, you have more sympathy or well, I empathy mean, than I hoarding do. is a mental right. 
disorder. Like an illness. Like or if whatever. you got if you're like keeping trash and like you're seeing rats and stuff running around, then like you have there's something not connecting. Right. There. It's not just like that's not hey, a normal. Don't do that. Yeah. They, or gotta, like oh, I just didn't take out the trash this week. Like there's a this something year. there. <laughs> yeah. This year. <laughs> um. But yeah, you were like a hoarder thing, and then we had a conversation of like. Man, there's a lot of hoarders lately. But if you think about it, <laughs> and I thought about this later, like, but there's not like, you, I remember going over to people's house and like my mom or somebody would be like, yeah, she's really a pack rat. Like it wasn't like a known. Yeah. Like hoarding. Was, yeah. Well, of course. But like hoarding wasn't a. There wasn't a word hoarding. It was just like... Like when we were young, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't like, think our moms are going to be like, well, yeah. she's got some mental issues. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's another thing you learn later in life, but... I mean, we learned about hoarding in, um, in, in school and college, and I was like, this is mesmerizing to me. Yeah. I saw one where it was just Miller Lite. It was just all the guy would just drink, which I guess was alcoholism oh, too, which is two good. of my favorite things mixed in one <laughs> addiction and But it was like you couldn't even walk OCD. because of the cans of Miller Lite that were stacked like four feet high. Yeah. So anyway, we'll, we'll see this. You see like a car every now and then that's like oh, completely man, those full are of my trash. Favorite. I'm always like, dude, hoard a car. I don't understand it. But well, I mean, I think they don't like either they don't have a home or that's it's crossed over into the car from their home yeah it just fascinates me that that stuff that stuff There's interests me a reason it's right. not like they're just doing it to do it it's like you know traumatic things happen right. same as like addiction or something there's always got to be like you know terrible thing that happened it's not like oh, i'm really happy so i'm gonna like keep this cat litter here and then you <laughs> that's i guess how you address it is you have to work you have to, through the trauma yep. to then yeah exposure to the difficult thing that right. happened and like working through it and then that enables you to release some of these objects right it's very fascinating to me because also it's like they yeah. like say it's a death or something that was the traumatic thing they'll like hold on to whatever you know like i'm never gonna like t let these clothes leave the closet because it right. was like my husband's or my wife's or my kids or yeah. whatever it's very interesting which i get that but then like when you just got like trash and shit everywhere no the trash is like it's crazy but, uh, anyway, but yeah, no, I think I, I guess weird. they're going to try and rent that out. And then I'm just going to be like, hey, you guys live in a hoarder house. Hey, there's a hoarder in there. Before. <laughs> like, Which just, we won't know, but they will not. Know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a thing, man. Yeah. Um, what about, um, so on Net or was it Netflix or Prime? Prime, I think, or HBO. I can look it up. The Way Down. Way Down spelled W-E-I-G-H. Dude, you guys. Way First of Down all, Workshop. You got to watch it. I HBO. think it's HBO Max, HBO right? Max, yeah. First of all, the cover or whatever, I was like, this is like just an ag exaggerated hairstyle. Like this isn't it's a, a cartoon, Just like of her, of this woman. On and this, you're like. Yeah. You're like, this is like, it's just like overboard, right? Well, then when you watch it and you actually see the human, you're like, no, this is actually how she looks. And I don't want to shame anybody, but like, I think this is my, this is my whole thing before we get into mm -hmm. it, right? 
if you like you give me advice right you're a beautiful wow, young woman you. right but i've yeah. known you for a long time my whole life and i'm not saying looks have anything to do with it but i'm just saying you look you you don't look like you have a mental disorder right like you're just a so you're like i know this i'm passing i well i know i know this topic this is something that i'm an expert on and then you share that advice with me i'm going to take that advice in and i'm going to say you know what emma really knows what she's talking uh -huh. about this is great this person and how she looks tells me advice and I go but I can't take anything you're saying you seriously because you look like an insane person <laughs> you look like literally one of okay, the most insane people I've ever seen in my life what if someone did like this is like a bad Saturday Night Live skit of like someone who like, looks insane so if you haven't like seen this woman I'm sorry to go off on a tangent it is a Karen haircut stacked but like long super karen yeah it's like karen, it's like karen, the boss karen of karen yes yeah and she it, but it's long it's not yeah. like the short like tapered in the front longer in the front it is like i'm talking about like at, like longer than my hair now and then like um teased to like 100 percent tease like the most teasing capability that you could have um, and we'll post a photo on uh, Patreon so, like, so everyone can see what we're what talking about. What is this? So this young lady, this old woman's name, well, <laughs> I mean, I guess there is going to be spoilers. We will say spoilers. That is something just so, like, but, so if you're going to watch this, but I honestly, guess, like, skip the, ahead. Well, the spoilers aren't going to like, you know, it's not going to be, it, it's worth like. I mean, look we'll at the lady. It, yeah, we'll say it and then you just, you'll watch it anyway. It's going to be fun. So anyway, <laughs> this young lady's name is Gwen Shamblin. Shamblin. And she started a diet program called The Way Down Diet, inspirational way to lose weight, stay slim, and find a new you. And so when she started this, this was years ago. I don't know if I can get a date on this. This is like the eight, end of the 80s? 70s or no, not 70s, probably not 80s, right? Yeah. Um, no, based on their, like, clothes, I think, the 80s. Yeah, so it's a Christian diet program. And so basically the idea was that diets were a huge deal, right? Mm -hmm. Like the Atkins, the whatever, the, you know, South Beach or whatever. So her idea was, and I will say, too, it's worth noting that at this time she did look like a normal human person. Yeah, she had, like, like, normal haircut. An alien the, in the skin of another, you know, trying to act like a human, which is how <laughs> she looked the last couple of years. But um, she looked normal. So the idea was, and this is what intrigued us, growing up in very religious families, going to Christian school, We've kind of experienced some of this sort of stuff, but the diet is based on like biblical stuff. Yeah, like God wouldn't want you to eat that Snickers or that hundred grand Wesley. And so then like your body is your temple. You need to like not abuse God's love or be for you and like God wants you to be perfect. So then like be perfect for God using your body. Right. And your body's your temple, so, like, don't overeat, 
exercise, I guess, yeah. like whatever, blah, blah, Take blah. care of yourself, but to an unhealthy measure. <laughs> well, she then the diet was like basically don't eat until you're starving, mm-hmm. right? Like then that was that the was whole a part of it. Yeah, point was like eat like once a day. But you don't, and then even when you do eat, eat like very little amounts. So you're basically on this like edge of starvation the whole time, right. which is obviously a terrible thing to do to your body or whatever. And then it's all in the like thing of, well, the Bible and Christianity and all this, which, you know, I don't think the Bible has much to say about weight loss, but what do I know? Um, so it was very odd. So anyway, she developed this following and it was like literally a cult following, 100%. you could say, of people that were into this. They lost like 50 pounds, Yeah, they'd have like, like week, you know, weekend yeah. things where everyone gets together. Like the Tony Robbins. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she's like, gets people up on stage and she's like, Roberta, how much did you lose? And she's like, I'm down 160 pounds or whatever. And they're like, praise God. Mm-hmm. You know, like going nuts about it, but yeah, it's only it's not because it was like nutrition helping. Just starving. It was yourself. just starving. And can I also say her accent is like sounds like someone making fun of an accent. a terrible, terrible accent. Yeah. <laughs> so that also annoys me. Paired like, with the hair. All right, y'all, we're just here to. Praise God and Paula Dean, but like, yeah, it was very, it was, it was hard to listen to. So anyway, um, this was fascinating. So we heard about the people that were in the church. It was like people that had like gotten out. It was their accounts of what happened and like how they handle things from food to marriage to, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like different relationships to children rearing, which was like, what? That one pissed me off. There's a whole episode about how you like discipline your children and and like things that like God definitely wouldn't be into. (laughs) And so anyway, it was pretty crazy. And then like, her hair her continually yeah. just got bigger and bigger. And it was really funny because my hairdresser, Edward, had told me about this. And I was like, oh, I saw the cover of that on HBO. And I was like, I thought her it was a joke. He was like, no, she really looks like that. And that's it was just funny. funny that it's like the hair person telling me. That, yeah, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> yeah, so that, Edward, that's, that's why like I watched it. What he was, was most like, upset about yeah. was her hair, not <laughs> yeah. the other I was stuff. like, oh, my gosh. Um, that That is a symptom of like being either super rich or super powerful because I know a lot of these people. What, the hair? Uh, what I'm saying is there's guys like that. There's ladies like that. But when you get to you get to a point where no one will tell you you look like a fucking ghoul. No one's like, going to say no to you. Right. Basically, you look great. Your hair looks great. Like, you know, oh, yeah, that that purple Lamborghini is awesome as a 65 year old man. Like, you know what I mean? I so mean, it's like I would take that. <laughs> well, you know, what I mean? no, I it's get what like, you're uh, I, So it's the power side of the thing is very interesting. And I think, you know, it's I mean, like, she became a cult leader. Yeah. Well then that's and like, the, you couldn't get out the idea. And, the, and then it switched from a, a weight thing to, then she created her own church. She created a church, and which she is was what leader. pissed everyone off because then she's the pastor of the church and she's saying like wild ass stuff. She gets married. 
Well, but they that's another it, thing. Like a secret divorce that she wouldn't let anyone get divorces in the church because then that was God. They don't honor God or whatever. They, that was like God being disappointed in them and then they were going to like gain weight or something. Right. But, but she was she married a to a fat, to fat guy. <laughs> and in her thing, <laughs> it's like if you're fat, then you're like not, you're not like doing what you're supposed to. Right? Yeah. And so then that was a whole rift or whatever. So then she gets a she divorce. Like just cuts that guy out. And then it's like, never mind. God's never mind. Okay I'm going to remarry. <laughs> like, divorce is fine. And then she remarries Tarzan. Yeah. From literally. the original Tarzan series, like the episodes. Like a TV thing. But, and then that guy seems like a weirdo. That's a really interesting thing. And I, uh, those guys intrigue me where it's like they just have nothing going on in life, but that then they just marry. Yeah, so it's pretty fascinating. Because they interview his ex, and it's really interesting. That's a whole terrible thing. Yeah. But that's really interesting that she was like, he like literally never even paid rent anywhere. He'd be, he's like twenty eight, never even, you know, had a, a lease under right. his name or anything, cars, whatever. Just hooking up with old ladies. Old ladies taking with their moolah. Um, anyway, it's worth a watch. I mean, it'll make you kind of mad though. Like the kid episode, I was like, hell that's no, terrible, dude. Yeah. Well, then you just think about, like, your kid and, like, you know. But then also it's just, like, you know, it's pretty amazing that people do get caught up in that. Because, like, as an outsider, you're like, why would you listen to this? And, like, why would you? one look at that lady. I mean. Like, you should be under a bridge. Like, in general. I mean, in that one, you're like, oh, I hope I get skinny so I can see, like, why people, like, you know, this woman, it's like, you know, Dr. Atkins, it's like, they they know what they're talking about, so I'm going to listen to them and, like, do low carb or whatever it is. But, like, this woman, it's like, I think it's really interesting cornering not only such an insecurity as weight loss, weight gain, how you look, but then also, like, religion for people is such a big part of their lives and a part where a lot of people don't like understand it fully or know what they really believe because there's so much influence from family and outside people and all this stuff and like the true cool part about your relationship with god is like your relationship with god and like when you get influenced by right a psycho woman with with hair it's like what well too i think guilt is a big part of any kind of religious thing. Yeah, and guilt's also a big part of weight. Bingo. So that's why I think this was such a hot deal and why people were like, oh, because now I'm tying my guilt from not being a good Christian and then my guilt from being a fat person and then those things are together and then now it's like an even bigger guilt, you know, pressure on me, (laughs) which is pretty crazy. But um, can I spoil it? I don't know. I think people should watch it. Maybe we shouldn't spoil it. No, yeah, let's not spoil it. I'd say, would you call it a happy ending? I would. <laughs> but I have. I think maybe it's a sad. I mean, dark sense of humor. It's so, still so. going. So the church is still there. I looked it up. It, it's got a gram. Yeah, I, I think they're gram. trying to get away from her craziness. It's sad though, like what it's done to her family. Right. Like go through like there's a couple episodes on like her kids and you know, obviously her ex husband isn't involved. So but it's sad. Right. It's super sad. Anyway, watch it. <laughs> when yeah. you've got time and you want to super sad feel and weird. not that great, but it's worth watching. Um we should start a church. We did. It'd be great for the tax benefits. Time. Meet church. 
Um, we, that's already started. I know. I was joking. Genius. Yeah, Matt's a genius. I got to hang out with him this week. We filmed yeah. a little little thing, and um, I love that guy. I haven't. I don't get to hang out with him as much. You need as, to go uh, to his Florida house. Yeah, he's doing pretty well, I think. Um, but we we've known each other since before he even did the pitmaster stuff and i i was talking about i want to open a restaurant one day like 10 years ago so it's awesome to see uh, i remember like the first is. time you went to like lunch with him yeah swiss pastry shop mm -hmm. i believe um patreon questions have we hit all our stuff we had prepared yeah hoarders check colts check got a couple a uh, couple good <laughs> questions here um I want to make sure I pull... Oh, there's Shugs. Okay. Um, okay. This is a good one from one of our favorite people in the world, uh, Steve Timmons. Most exciting thing about being a restaurant owner with your spouse. Mm. Just that. It's with your spouse. What's exciting about that? Well, it's just like, I mean, I love you. Okay. I love you. So the thing about it is, <laughs> I sound like your mom, uh, whenever you go saying, out, man. your mom says the thing about it is, is. That's the thing what she about says. it is, is. <laughs> uh, when you decide to go out on a ledge, you could say, take the leap of faith to begin something that you're passionate about. You, you got to be all bought in. Yeah. And you have to be like just ready to do it no matter what, honestly. And so when you have like a marriage, you could say you're 50%, I'm 50%. And then when you go all in a hundred percent, it's like you've got the backing you really need and the trust that you have in that person like gives you the power to do it, I think. And I, whenever we started, you were just kind of like, SOL couldn't find a job that was decent, you know, enough to like really bring in the money and all this stuff. And that, that's when I was like, you know what, why don't we just start this barbecue thing full time? Because that's what you really had a desire and a passion to do. And I think that, you know, your spouse is someone that you really care about. You're trying to like make their life better. I'm always trying to work for you. You're trying to work for me. And when I think you get that nudge from that person, then that's really like can like set you on fire and send you over like you're like I'm ready to do it now that's a great point I think um I agree with you I think anything but like specifically starting a small business or starting any kind of project is like you you know we talk about passion um work ethic I think is probably more important than passion um because that's true you just gotta just work mm -hmm. and just work and work and work and what that means is sacrificing you sacrifice time with your family sacrifice friends there's friends we didn't see for like three years we missed, when we like, started some of our best friends Weddings, weddings because we were in the food truck birthdays on a Saturday. holidays you know if you open a restaurant you're never gonna have a re normal holiday again yeah um so sacrifice is a huge part of it and i think any successful small business you know type of thing use us as an example what i've seen is if it is a single person 
there's some sort of support system there, mm-hmm. whether it's like your family or whether it's like whatever. And I think where you've seen where that struggle is, is if you don't have it, because how many times have you seen like somebody's like trying, 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 and it's not working, whether it's a food truck or a restaurant or whatever, then you get a divorce or then you get, you know, whatever. So whether it's a business partner, spouse, whatever, I think it to be successful, you have to have some sort of support system where like everyone is going to get to that point of like, why am I doing this? This is so difficult. This is like the hardest thing in the world. I'm literally at like my wits end. Should I continue doing this? Am I going to be successful? When is it going to turn? And to me, having your spouse with you in that situation, like we were, you're just as committed to I am. It was like, we literally will do anything to make this successful. Yeah. Like, I think luck plays a role in it. I think, timing. you know, we, timing is a huge thing. Yeah. We opened a barbecue place now. Who gives a shit? Yeah. There's a million places in Fort Worth, whatever. No, we had the absolute perfect timing. We were the first craft barbecue and, you know, whatever. I mean, so timing, I think, is huge, but luck, you know, if you believe in Providence, those type of things, whatever. But we were like, whatever, whatever happens, it's not going to be a lack from a lack of effort with us. Yeah. And we're going to work our asses off. We're going to try this. We're going to treat people right, do everything that we think, you know, all of our, you know, you sourcing the best meat stuff, all that, you know, soapbox. But And that's the attitude you have to have, I guess. And so what, you know, someone told me this about parenting. Parenting makes the lows of your life so much lower and, like, so much more intense, like, the sadness part of it. But the highs are so much greater. It's just, like, it exponentially makes everything, you know, more impactful. So, like... You see, you know, our daughter smile. We did, we put up, I say we, Sam, my friend helped me put up a swing in the backyard last night. We swing, put her in the swing. She just does a big smile. It's like the greatest feeling in the world. Mm -hmm. But then like she, you know, uh, the other day at dinner, she accidentally grabbed some jalapenos while I was holding her and put them in her mouth and she's crying because they're hot as shit. And I'm like, I want to kill myself. This is the worst thing in the world Mm -hmm. that you experience just one second of pain, you know, or whatever, that this is like just the worst feeling. So I don't know. I'm off on a tangent, but I feel that way about like working with you and stuff because you and I both can experience the successes and opening new restaurants, giving people jobs, people get cars and houses that work for us, you know, all of these incredible things. And then not making Texas monthly, you know, those type of lows where you're just like, share it all sucks, but I have you to go through everything with on the positives and the negatives. And most people don't get to experience that because they have different jobs and stuff. So I think it's very special. I definitely don't recommend it for everybody. No, I was going to say that too. Yeah. But I also trust you, obviously trust you more than anyone in the world. Thank you. And 
like I always say this, like I know you're going to work as hard as I am and I and you know I'm going to work as hard as I you are whatever. Right. But you. what's really cool too about our situation and like we purposely didn't have children till now. I mean, Izzy was technically a little bit of a surprise, but like we knew we wanted to set up this company and like, you know, focus on that before we did try to have children. And what's really cool now is that like you, you can do things with the business and you know, like I've got Izzy or Mm -hmm. vice versa. Like I can do things with the business and I know you've got Izzy. Like Mm -hmm. it's a really cool sharing on that end too, that it's like she's always with her parents, which is really cool. And I'm hoping she'll enjoy that. But like when she gets older, like going to the restaurants yeah. and, you know, like, you know, she loves the river. She loves the freaking she mac and cheese, river. like pounds mac and cheese. But I like mean, not favorite. to get off on, on yeah, Izzy, sorry. but it's it's like it's a really special relationship that we have to be able yeah. to like have our baby with us. And like you can take a meeting and like I can have Izzy or I take a meeting and you have Izzy and it's a really cool just. Or we've had very important meetings that she's she's in and it's just it's it's um, awesome. But uh, it's hard to explain how freaking awesome it is. Like It is really cool. And too, like we do for staff and everything when we hire, we do personality tests. You and I are almost the exact opposite personalities. Which I would like to take it again now being a mom, though. Like, I feel like I think it changes you. Um, So to that end, like, we're both very impatient and we're both multitaskers. percent impatient. But like, well, the way this works is off a percentile thing. So you are like in the top, top 99th percentile of least patient people in the world. And I'm like, I think the same or pretty close. Um, I like to have things done quickly, but also I like to, to we're, not. <laughs> we're both leaders. We're both very highly self-motivated uh-huh. and want to win. Very competitive, I mm-hmm. think. Um, also very task-oriented, like you love to complete a task. Need to complete. Follow the rules, everything. One of the big differences is in our emotional Emotion. side of things, which you are very empathetic and very friendly i am robot this is our decision this is what you're supposed but to do but that's good it balances us no i'm saying i think it works great if we were both if i was cuz i need if more we were of both that. like you or if we were both like me it, we would it not have, have been successful I so yeah i don't agree i mean i agree and if you're not like a spouse even like a business partner i think that's key is like where you're not just exactly the same you know whatever it's key to like to being successful we've had a lot question. of friends like ask how how it is working together like do you think we should work together you know as spouses and i'm like you know and this is how it is with a lot of time stuff it's like how'd you guys do that and you're like well just kind of did it yeah yeah and it worked for us so it's kind of like i can't say you should do it too and two it's and again like you know this goes back to why i always feel like i have a chip on my shoulder and i know i say you know mean things about other places sometimes which I don't mean to but the 
alternative was, or we live in a dumpster, <laughs> you know, yeah. like for us, it was like, we are going to try this. And if it doesn't work, then it's like, you know, we're going to live with your parents or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a good, like as rock bottom as it gets. So I think we had other motivations too, that maybe other people don't. None of that really was the question, but I think it's great. I love working with you and hopefully we can build more restaurants and do um, awesome, cool stuff. And now Izzy's a part of it, so that's awesome. Best part. Um, I feel like maybe we've answered this before, but maybe not. Uh, Robert Floyd, Big Cat, best queso in town. And then second question which this is actually pretty interesting from this re- this week i've heard travis talk multiple times about wanting to open a pizza joint is this an actual possibility or just wishful thinking this is from big cat yeah interesting timing. so <clears throat> where were we the other day and we were like don't put sour cream in this queso and then they did and we were like this is the worst well and now that tucker my brother is a patreon member uh i just want to be on record saying sour cream is disgusting and people that enjoy sour cream i think we've talked about this too should be i'm not saying should be in jail but i'm saying sour cream jail community service there's got to there has to be something done to these dishwash people station at home who will coat a tortilla in sour cream or something else um the way he does it dude it's gross he like takes it's a tortilla so much sour cream and then he like takes a knife and it's then like but it's like buttering like a piece of toast but he's like putting sour cream upon he sent me a text tortilla. last night of sour cream so anyway, I agree That's with you. With I you. hate sour cream, especially in queso. Um, Best queso, though? I mean, Torchies has great. Torcha, I know it's like Torchies maybe does. not the answer that everyone wants to hear. Torchies is See, really I good. See, I liked Maria's when we went. Yeah, not bad. But they put a substantial amount of sour cream. Yeah. Um, another one, Fred's. Fred's? And yeah. their freaking chips Yeah. are so good. Like, I... I loved it. I loved the one on Blue Bonnet when it was there. We would go there a We'd lot. We'd go there a lot because we lived off Stadium for a while, and it, it was so good. Yeah, we always get the Joe T's queso, but it's just kind of run-of-the-mill. Yeah. I'm trying I mean, to it's think. still good. Uh, yeah, it's all right. I'm trying to think. Uh, Chimmy's Chungamug. See, yeah, Chimmy's not bad. Mm-hmm. And you just get freaking loaded up on Margs and Man, I haven't been to eat anything. In a hot minute. Let's go right now. No. I'm just kidding. It's not in my blood anymore, man. <laughs> well, or do you want to talk about what you're doing tomorrow? Because I don't know if that do we have time. We have, I think, time. You are going to one concert with the Nelly. Nelly's gonna be at Billy Bob's, y'all. Which doesn't make any sense. But G Love played there and we saw him and that felt out of place. I'm not at all like upset that I'm seeing Nelly. This right. sounds like I am. No, no, no. I You are a Nelly fan. I mean, yeah, who isn't? Uh, it's getting on in here. But what I'm trying to tell you is that I am an old woman. Okay. <laughs> okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I <laughs> I go, like, Izzy goes go down on. at 7. Yeah. I'm doing the dishes. 
and I'm like, I make, I straight up make coffee for the next day. I get yeah. it prepared. Seven fifteen, I've got all my stuff. Like you know, I'm folding laundry. Seven forty-five, I'm in bed, tucked, and we'll I'm watch watching a, a show or yeah, something yeah. about cults or hoarding or something. Right. Yeah. And asleep by nine thirty, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nelly. Being Nelly, because right. he's a huge deal, you yeah. know, obviously. Some super Great star. hits. Yeah. Is going on at 1030. Right. What? In the evening. And I didn't know this till like three days ago when right. we, our little text group of the girls, I'm all like, well, what time should we do dinner? Thinking like five. I'm all like, yeah. you're going to have to do Izzy's bath, all this stuff. Right. I'm thinking dinner five goes on at 830, right? Yeah. Reasonable. I'm thinking that I text, what time does he go on? Response, 1030. Are you kidding me? I can't do this. So I immediately just said a curse word and then was like enraged, you know? Right. So it's not about, you know, being like, I'm going to have a good time. I'm not going to be too crazy. We've right, been, like, right. I just don't want to do that anymore. But like. We haven't been drinking much. We haven't. All, and yeah. I just don't want to do that. But. The fact that I'm going to lose sleep over this is frustrating to me. Literally lose sleep. <laughs> and yeah. it's not about like, oh, I'm going to be hungover. It's like, I'm just like, I'm, yeah. I keep busy full time pretty much. Yeah. The next day is going to suck because I'm just going to be tired. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm excited to see my girlfriends go to dinner. Yeah. We're doing Provender Hall, I think. Yeah. Is how you say Provender. It. Whatever. And in the stockyards. So yeah. that's going to be fun. Chef but Marcus. the fact that I'm going to a concert at 10:30 is pretty irritating to me. Um I've heard Travis talk multiple times about opening a pizza joint. So the main reason that started was our business partner Will bought what was Chimera? Chimera Pizza, yeah, on Magnolia. And brewery and then redid it to Fort Brewery. Then they moved. Now they have their own place. So anyway, he bought a bunch of equipment mm -hmm. from a Mellow Mushroom that had closed. It, I don't even think it had opened. Like it was a brand yeah, yeah, new, yeah. brand new stuff. And uh, he had an extra oven, and so we bought it and put it at the uh, commissary. And the mm -hmm. ovens are like twenty-five grand, brand new. I think we bought it for like four or five grand. Yeah. So it was like freaking awesome. So we use it for like pies for Thanksgiving and we use it for potatoes, stuff. I think, and stuff. No, yeah, because you can cook a thousand potatoes at one time. So over the past year or so, I've been working on different dough recipes. And yeah. my thought was in the middle of the pandemic, I was like, we could do an all delivery, delivery only pizza concept, ghost kitchen type thing out of the deal. The problem is it's in White Settlement, Texas. So the majority of our orders, I think, would be Fort Worth, and then it's all to go. It would take a while to get there. And then also, do I trust a DoorDash employee or Uber Eats or whatever right. to do this? No, I do not. So I've done, I've made a bunch of different stuff, basically built out this whole thing, concept. And then we're like, well, I don't think this is a great idea. But I literally looked at a building this week for this concept that I think would work awesome in Fort Worth that would crush. And so we're going to, we're going to chat more with the owners and see if we could Man. pull it off. But Secrets with Trav. This is a secret, but it's also like, there's a good chance it won't happen. So I don't really care about hey, you don't you know. Know, doing it, but, uh, or don't care about sharing. But 
it would be awesome, sick building. It would be really cool. So, yes, I would love to It would to be do not barbecue, no offense. Which would be <laughs> awesome. Is there a pizza snob that uh, would come in and review us? Because that would drive me <laughs> There's nuts. There's a pizza snob on University. Oh, that's a restaurant. The restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty um, cute. So, no, I want to do that, and I still want to do that. Um, Tucker Heim. Is just with the, the best questions. Which fictional character do you think you could beat the shit out of? And then I text him, is this pertaining to TV or movie or books or what? Is there anyone that comes to mind? Taylor Swift. I'm just kidding. That's a real person, I think. <laughs> I and think. she's pretty tall, too. She's I don't think she probably... She's really tall. Dude, she'd probably um, take you out. Well, considering I wish you would tell me these things before well, just uh, right now you. i don't i'm not even thinking about that <laughs> i mean you have our patreon too no um i don't know i don't know um fictional character i think i feel like you need more but maybe let's follow up we'll get a follow-up and do it next week because it's like like a cartoon character like, is it like i got speeding gonzalez for sure I got... Well, I don't know if that's allowed. I mean, that might be a, you know, speedy... But he's tiny. Yeah, true. So I could beat him. Right. But he could be fast, so I don't know. Dude, there's no way you're catching speedy Gonzalez. And then, <laughs> since you brought that up, hold on. Marvin this is the a Martian. whole thing. No, no, no. I wanted to... Um, this is something that I learned about. Have we talked about this before? I feel like maybe we've talked about this before. You're bringing up kind of a lot of stuff that we have, so there's a big chance... <laughs> Did you know that Speedy Gonzalez has a oh, yeah. cousin? Yeah. Have we talked about yeah. this? We have, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now I feel like you should say it anyway. Well, if you didn't listen to our podcast in the past, and I'll put this on the Patreon, but this I did not know this, but Speedy Gonzalez had a cousin called Slowpoke Rodriguez. <laughs> and he is basically the opposite of Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> Where he would like run around and was like crazy. Slowpoke would just like lazily like I'm slowpoke for move sure. Around. And uh he looked like really funny. So anyway, I definitely remember talking about that on here, but a, a lot of people don't know that. So Slowpoke Rodriguez, look it up. Um I don't know, another terrible question, but um <laughs> Thanks if you guys are still listening at this point. <laughs> Steve Timmons, will there ever be a time you do whole hog at Heim? The best, literally, I think I can say the best barbecue I've ever had in my life was we, I cooked two red wattle hogs for an event in Dallas with Sam Jones of Skylight Inn fame, Sam Jones Barbecue. They do Eastern North Carolina style whole hog where they cook the whole hog and then they blister the skin at the end and chop it up and mix it in. So it's little like flecks of crunchy and everything the best I've ever had in my life. Mm -hmm. I love that. I have a real issue when it comes to the restaurant stuff, which I'm the only person in our industry, I guess, who feels this way. But I have a real issue with doing things that other people have done. So if someone else is doing whole hog, I don't want to do it. Someone else is doing pastrami. I but don't want to do it. Everyone does brisket and you do brisket. Well, that's a staple. I mean, this is more of like, this isn't a it Texas is a barbecue. Texas barbecue. The Carolinas and stuff. But it's not common. In Texas. But I guess um, 
like who cares i sh- i just shouldn't care anymore so i you should shouldn't. just do everything like we should start doing elotes we should start no. doing texas twinkies we should start doing no what we could do is like do like a party yeah that'd and be fun. do like we're doing a couple whole hogs come out to the to river like an aloha hawaiian style See? think outside the box i know i just that's i feel like create your own experience everyone else does everyone else makes their experiences with bacon burn in so why can't we do a whole hog but when we did like burgers there wasn't anyone else doing like smash burger the way we did everything all that now like everyone does it yeah well and i think that's out of like necessity loaded potato salad no so that's what i mean so like i just need to like throw that away and not care anymore i guess and well and i think it's on like certain things like us doing elotes does not make sense that doesn't it's not a Heim at all thing. A whole hog is like, that's a cool experience that Heim yeah. could create. But a lot of places cool. just do what other people do and it doesn't have to Well, that we're never going to gonna their, do and I yeah. agree with. Okay. Well, I guess there's a line there, yeah. I guess, and that's why I haven't. Like, you're not going to find hot Cheetos on our menu or whatever, you know? I mean, the hey. I love a good hot Cheeto. Okay, well, so, there you go. Um, you heard it here first. I don't know. I would love to do whole hog. I think we could do it, especially river. We could do it, and it'd be really cool. So we should we should make that happen. Um, this isn't a question. This is from Shug. Shout out Shug. This isn't a question, but I would like to request a Heim TikTok page where you smoke everything. Smoke a pizza, PB and J Sammy. Uh, anything with cheese really cheers. Should I start a TikTok for real? So Paul's talked about that. This is what all the I kids do, man. I heard like all do, these man. crazy rumors about TikTok though with like China and Oh, it's stuff. 100% owned so by China. So then it's like, I don't yeah. want to like do that. Yeah, let me Google that. Because is oh, that great. a conspiracy thing or is that a... Well, they're going to start watching you now like they weren't before. Oh but... my God. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they're not already. Um... Uh, let me read this real quick. Dude, like, literally everyone has a TikTok that, like, has social media. In another sign of China's tightening grip on the country's growing tech sector, the government has taken an ownership stake in a subsidiary subsidiary that controls the domestic Chinese social media and information platforms by of ByteDance, the Beijing-based company that owns TikTok. So that's why I never downloaded one, which is, like, hilarious. Like, they're not already watching and listening to everything we say, but um, I was worried that, you Hello. know, that... <laughs> <laughs> They're just like recording everything and I mean I, know, I haven't but I guess we could but this is all this is like what the kids love right if we're trying to get the kids trying to get the Dude, younger I have demographic people our age that are like oh yeah TikTok well, I know Dan's on it a lot Dan's a big is TikTok he? guy man we talk about Dan every single episode which is funny because I haven't seen him in like Re- nine years remember when he's like I don't believe in dinosaurs <laughs> It's pretty funny. Oh, his birthday is like, oh, yeah, his birthday is the same day as Tucker's, I think. I um, I still have his hat in my truck. I know. Um, we literally took it to our luau in June and then, like, didn't give it to him. And then it's just been, it was at the desk at the club. And then now it's just, like, in our car <laughs> since June. Um, shout out, Dan. Um, <laughs> shout out, Blake, by the way. Blake always listens to our stuff. Blake Stoker. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's got some sort of like murder hornet infestation near a smokehouse. Yeah, he's talking about it on uh, Twitter or something. Um, but Let's shout out, Blake. Let's go to his place and then we can like visit your family. It's in Tennessee. That would be fun. Right? Yeah, I do want to do that. Um, 
Get us a cot. Do we drive, we'll I guess? We have to drive? No, man. I'm tired of doing that, like driving across the world with Izzy in the car. Although she did a... better than we did. Well, I almost died. Well, then, died, the, then so... you just like don't have a car, though, which is frustrating. Yeah. So then it's like, and then like now with a kid, you're going to have to get like an SUV or a van anyway. So you might as well just like drive an SUV there. I want to go to that place in Georgia because then I can golf Georgia. and then you guys can do other go by the pool or whatever okay. it is. I mean, literally all you, you got to do. do is like be like, babe, these are the dates and I'll be like, perfect. And then we'll right. like prepare. Well, this has gone on for long enough. <laughs> Don't you think? Okay. Do we have anything else? No, I think that was it. The only other questions I got was like stuff about Thanksgiving, our favorite sides and stuff, which I think we've already mentioned. Sweet potatoes all the way. Heimbarbecue.com slash um, pre-order. Yeah, today is packages. Wednesday, so you have today... Thursday and then till five o'clock on Friday. Um, I will take everything down at five o'clock on Friday, which I need to be by computer when that happens. Turkeys and hams going to be hard hams. to come by. So yeah. if you want us to do all the cooking, then you can uh, also just buy a turkey or a ham. You don't have to do the whole package, or, or you barbecue. can just buy. Yeah, or you can get barbecue, or you can just buy a side a sides package. Like if you want to smoke your own turkey or do your own turkey at home, we can do all the sides for you and pie. So, anyway, shameless plug. I don't care. I'm trying to sell turkeys. <laughs> um, shout out. Yeah, and we we're gonna have every Thanksgiving at our house. We have officially right. like another. I'm an old lady. Yeah, I officially have taking the torch for this yeah. year and it's only because my mom got her floors done right <laughs> but i i uh, tossed my bid out there and was I'm like so excited i would like to host so because we always spend the holidays driving pretty, from i mean i love family no I it's great everyone it's great. but it, it is miserable so great <laughs> but <laughs> in order this will be awesome with izzy she can nap we could have everybody at our house all day like if neil yeah. comes neil's gonna be here all day for yeah. sure so football football and just hang Snacks. out but then we don't have to leave or go anywhere which would with be izzy, awesome though. man so pumped about that and we are will be getting a heim barbecue thanksgiving yeah package. we're getting the package and then also like my side of the family we all like bring one dish so right. we're gonna have dubs but yeah but we it's good stuff melding of tradition which is extremely exciting and a goal we've had for a very long time yeah so at least for this year creating our own traditions and and as of like a few days ago we've already put our christmas tree up yeah don't care Shame away. Don't care. I put it up on Sunday. Love it. And today's Wednesday, so it's already been up. I've enjoyed it. I love Christmas, so we're blowing right through Thanksgiving decorations and. No, just I've got Christmas pumpkins and, and Christmas up, oh, okay. so it's like a you know crossover. Yeah, it's like a mix. Yeah. Um. Awesome. Well, shout out Trace Agaves. Another wonderful episode sponsored by them. Drink responsibly. If you're having family over for Thanksgiving, you might want to have a little Trace Agaves handy. Yeah. Take a little swig if things get uh, a little political Partying. or. Religious. Or for sad times. Yeah, Trace either way. It's yeah. there for you. Um, I'm Time Podcast. Patreon.com slash, slash I'm Time, Time Podcast. Podcast. $5 a month, y'all. We, we really appreciate all the support that That's we've gotten. It's so affordable. And it's really affordable. It's yeah. like a Starbucks coffee. Yeah. Except once a month, which you, some of y'all do every day. So Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, <laughs> uh, iTunes, Apple, whatever. I don't Spotify. even know if iTunes exists anymore. Spotify, YouTube. We also put these on YouTube after we put them on Patreon. Um, and we'll do some more cool stuff, too. So thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye.